Hey guys, today I'm going to be talking about a person in the Level Up community. This is actually somebody that I watched while I was getting started and it's somebody that I recommended to my friends and my followers. So I feel like it's important to talk about this person. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Today, we are talking about Michaela Pink and the allegations made against her. This video is for entertainment purposes and I will be covering everybody else's experiences with her before leading up to the final allegations of what she is accused for and what she has been charged for. My understanding of Michaela Pink's introduction to sugaring was that she was already a sugar baby. However, I was doing some looking around on YouTube and allegedly she was a part of a level up group through another YouTuber who I will not mention because I just have the highest respects of her. If you know, then you already know. Allegedly, Michaela Pink was in this group and she spent her time talking about how she hated her dusty husband and how she wanted to move on from him. I know that she also moderated for this group and she would be somebody that people would have to message if they wanted to get entry. Now, when she started doing videos with one of my favorite YouTubers, it seemed as if they had always been friends for life. It didn't connect to me that this was somebody that they had met online. And personally, as much as I love my fans and supporters, it's a well-known thing that people like Selena were victim to their fans, and it can actually be a very touchy situation to build a close relationship, like a genuinely close relationship to the point of advocating, supporting, and recommending them to other people. So I do think that that was kind of a big risk on behalf of my favorite YouTuber, but I don't blame her for going in that direction because it seems like she just wanted to help her out. And honestly, a lot of Michaela Pink's videos did have gems in them. There was stuff that was in her videos that was actually helpful. I really liked her videos on why you should date an ugly guy, how you should go about dating an ugly guy, and just her ones about not caring about other people's opinions and living your life in the way that best suits you. There are some pretty hard stances that the sugar baby gold digging level up hypergamous community takes just as a point of view when it comes to what we do and don't do in this game. There is a hard stance on no coffee dates. There is a mutual agreement that it is better to date men who are older and comparably unattractive next to you just because they already know what it's going to be and they are far less dangerous to deal with opposed to a young dusty boy who is very scarce mindset when it comes to his money. And this had a safety reason. It had nothing to do with ego or what you were able to do. It was all about protecting yourself because at the end of the day, we learned that these young men can be dangerous. Another mutual consensus that these groups came to was that men who would take you on coffee dates are men who have very little money to spend in general and they are just trying to maximize the amount of female attention they can get within a week or within a month, just trying to maximize their numbers. And that was our general reason for why we're not going to give our attention to them or entertain these types of dates. The community also took a hard stance on sleeping with men for their money. It was always don't do it. It will ruin the relationship. It's not worth it. And you're better off just actually sleeping with dusty boys if you just want to sleep around. When it came to Michaela's content with all these stances, she was pretty consistent in the first year of making her videos. Then eventually it seemed like it took a turn, at least from my perspective, 
Michaela Pink's original videos were all pretty much in line when it came to these few stances that are taken in the community. I noticed with Michaela that she started to make these videos in parking lots, on her bed. They just seemed to become a little bit less intentional and they would just be these live streams and her followers would ask her the very reasonable question of, this guy wants me to sleep with him, do I do it? Uh, do I have to sleep with this guy? They would be asking questions that are pretty standard in this community. Sometimes we already know the answer, we just need to hear from another person to not do it just to reaffirm what we're already feeling and Michaela would get very aggressive. This is what I remember from my experience when watching her live streams, but allegedly what she would do is she would tell these followers of hers on her live streams to just go do it. Just go sleep with the guy. Who cares? Whatever. Go see what happens. Go get a wet butt. Um, these are all in quotations and once again, all alleged. I'm trying to cast as very little judgment as I can here because this is something that we're just talking about just to cover the topic. However, as a leader of the community, as somebody who promoted herself as a mentor, and as somebody who was connected to an individual that everybody respected and looked up to, I found it very lackadaisical of her to have such an aggressive stance on responding to people in this manner. I just felt like it was not constructive and it didn't help out the community and it actually created confusion. As creators, they are human too. There are things that they don't want to answer, and I do respect that. I just felt like it was actually something that was repeated behavior in her live streams, which is where I personally started to tap out and stopped watching some of her videos. Another YouTuber also pointed out that the creator who originally introduced us all to her would pop into her live stream chats and they would notice that she would get a lot of attention and that Michaela would get very snippy about it. And this is where we started to get the beginning of, oh, Michaela bites the hand that feeds her. Now, allegedly in the groups that she was a part of, she did begin bragging that she had multiple sugar daddies, that she was getting thousands from them and that she had a full rotation and this was something that also took place in her live stream videos as well once again allegedly but um personally from my experience I did witness her talking about this and it was also one of the reasons why it seemed like okay she knows what she's talking about this is somebody that we should take advice from the members in the group are online saying that they thought it was weird that Michaela was somebody who complained so fervently about her husband uh, complained about working and then suddenly was able to acquire a full rotation of sugar daddies and to be able to manage her work life on top of her life with her children. Um, apparently she did say that she was a single mom and everybody in the group just started comparing their frequency of busyness and the emotional labor that it would take to do all of these things at once and they did find it very strange that this was a life that she was claiming to live. I personally am not a mother. I do not work that frequently. I also do not have that type of emotional labor in my daily life. So this isn't what set me off. However, one of the red flags that did come to my mind when it came to Michaela was that she suddenly divorced her husband and then she claimed to meet a young hot millionaire. She started taking a turn on some of the most important stances that sugar babies, gold diggers, and hypergamous women do have. Um, as far as when it came to dating old men versus young men, she started saying that if you don't date young, attractive, rich men, it's because you don't got it like that. You don't have the game. You're not beautiful enough. She also used to have a very judgmental tone when it came to women who enjoyed sleeping around. She would talk badly about them, saying that they like having wet butts. Oh, why do you brag about having a wet butt? 
then all of a sudden she started to brag about her experiences and her interactions and she started to say that these are things that we can talk about that we can be proud about and I'm glad that she did end up being slightly more liberal however as her followers witnessed that change it did seem like okay this is different this is not something that we have agreed on as a whole as a collective whole however everything in this community is subjective and it is um one of those situations where you only chew the meat off the bones and people did still stick around at some point before she made all these changes in her content and her stances Michaela did talk about her style of sugaring or gold digging and she made this one comment that stood out to me where she spoke very loosely of oh, I'm not the type of person who does pay per me or ask for allowances. I'm the type of person who goes on date after date after date and then suddenly I just get $15,000. And that stood out to me because it was like, how? What are you doing? Everybody wanted to know. Especially because Michaela was the type of person who talked about how her advice could change your life and get you in a new car, get you on boats, airplanes, etc. Well, now we are finding out that the allegations made against her is that she has taken $15,000 in real estate money from another person. Now, once again, this is alleged. She is innocent until proven guilty, but this person is from London. They claim that they invested real estate money with her and that the properties were real. The houses did exist. However, they are saying that Michaela did not actually use this money to real estate invest and that she used it towards a breast augmentation. Another type of scam that people are saying that she is allegedly behind uh, goes back to her Facebook group. Apparently, she charged $5 per month originally to have all her members in the group. And then when she decided that she wanted to raise the price, she kicked everybody out and told them that they would then have to pay $10. Now, it is her group at the end of the day. It is up to her the way that she wants to manage it. But everybody said that it felt like she was biting the hand that fed her. All of this is alleged, but there is another claim that has been made from the ladies who were a part of her personal group, aka the Pink Print Academy. Apparently, there were women who... Uh, were considered kept wives or just kept women in general and apparently they said that Michaela was making excuses to get rid of them they said that she felt personally threatened and this kind of goes back to that energy of her getting uh, persnickety about seeing other creators in her live streams getting more attention than her they believe that this was a facet of that the women who are in these groups say that it was very obvious that she was openly jealous towards them and that they felt like she was just trying to get rid of the competition. Apparently, these women were posting receipts. Now, whatever that means, it could mean text message conversations. It could mean cash apps. I'm not quite sure what it means, but apparently they had more information than Michaela and it made her feel like she had to get rid of them from the groups. In the community, they are alleging that being a part of Michaela Pink Circle or Pink Print Academy came with a lot of judgment, whether it was about their race, their education, their activity with their romantic partners, and just all around a heavy air of judgment. Now this next claim is alleged. It is something that has just been free floating on the internet. There is no validity to it, so I just need to make sure to repeat that. But there is a man or person, uh, some type of gender neutral individual who is claiming that Michaela took $21,000 from them. This post has no background, no face, no story behind it. It's just something that has been uh, floating around on the internet, so I'm not entirely sure whether this is accurate or not. All of this has been leading up to what I'm getting to today, Michaela Pink's arrest. Now, 
allegedly she was on the run and she was trying to avoid these people who were looking for their money and trying to get the funds that they had allocated to her back. The story on the street is that she maintained being on the run successfully until her oldest son committed a burglary and drove the car back to the residence where she is staying and that is where they identified her whereabouts and they were able to arrest her for the charges that I am going to put up on the screen. Once again, everybody is innocent until proven guilty. However, I think Michaela Pink has a lot going against her when it comes to this situation. At this point, everybody is assuming that Michaela's sugar daddies were actually just her followers all along. They're saying that there was never this millionaire man who leveled her up. It was actually just her followers and all of their money that they gave to her that ended up leveling her up. Michaela Pink openly talked about scamming all the time. Even in the Facebook groups that people were a part of, allegedly she talked about pulling scams in there. Also, the people who had received advice from her had felt like she wasn't somebody who was giving legitimate or beneficial advice. Just to be clear, I'm not speaking for everybody who has taken advice from her, just for one specific individual who made a YouTube video talking about this experience that she had. There is an individual on YouTube right now who has shared a story about how they did a consultation with her and Michaela recommended some advice that was not relevant to her region or things that are appropriate ways for going about this lifestyle in her area. Just to give context and be specific about the situation here, the individual in question is somebody who lives in a region where public health is a government right. Um, I hope I'm speaking about that appropriately. But yeah, so the doctors in the area generally do not make a lot of money. And she was given advice to spend her time in hospital areas, hospital parking lots, um, just in general to try to meet a doctor or a surgeon this way. However, um, they don't make a lot of money in that area, so it was irrelevant. She was also told to go try to meet people at funerals, which I do actually find kind of funny because I, I think that's hilariously bad advice. It can be good uh, for certain scenarios, but this in this case, I think it's bad. Also, this is advice that is commonly given on her YouTube channel, so it didn't seem like it was advice worth paying for since it ultimately was free. The take from the community now is that Michaela is somebody who was never into sugaring, never into gold digging. Maybe she did it here or there, but ultimately the people that she was running scams on were her followers. Have I personally been scammed by Michaela? No. Have I been scammed by the favorite YouTuber? Also no. I think times are going to be very interesting these next few months or maybe even years because we will be getting more and more information about these details and we will be hearing more about the stories as the community continues to speak out and we stop getting these other voices of men or people who are anti-sugaring filling in the space with empty allegations and we start to hear more stories of people who knew her or knew of her and people who interacted with her. One of these um, YouTubers made a comment about Michaela Pink. They said that as somebody who is propositioning herself as a leader and as a mentor, they found it very interesting that she was somebody who had claimed that the only book that she had ever read was Ho Tactics by G.L. Lambert, which is a really good book, but I do agree. It's not everything that you need to know when it comes to this life. There are other, uh, there are other tools and information available that would give you much, much more of a leg up. In my opinion, when you pay somebody like Michaela Pink for their information and advice, you're paying for the fact that they have read books that take hours or days to read. You're paying for the fact that they can condense the time into a minute for you based off your situation. 
I can't speak for Michaela Pink's community on how they're reacting to this entire situation, but I know that the people who watched her or seen her rise are taking some pretty interesting stances. They're coming out with their stories, which I love. They're spreading more information about how they knew that there was something that didn't necessarily sit right with her when it came to them. I personally am looking forward to people sharing their stories when it comes to her. Um, I really hope that it's not one of those situations that, oh, now that we know this happened, uh, you know, we can all hate on her because I don't think that that's necessarily beneficial to the moment. This should be more so of an, uh, an educational opportunity I think credentials are a great thing to have. I think it's awesome when you can speak up to your word. However, I think this is not a time to be comparing yourself to her based off whether she got super chats, donations, or whether she was actually married. Right now, the main thing is to talk about the tactics that she used, in my opinion. A lot of people felt that Michaela was credentialed just because she said that she had met this man who was a provider but he wasn't doing everything but they also said that she felt credentialed because she seemed to have a rather luxurious lifestyle and to be able to take care of herself and afford multiple wigs and makeup we need to be talking about tactics like how she oversold the life of sugaring gold digging dating hypergamously she would talk about getting cars thousands of dollars doing things with ease based off looks alone we need to be addressing the tactics that she used that oversold her services and oversold the power and the ease of this life. To me, if you're using this moment to talk about how you're morally superior to her based off whether you take donations or not, I find that to be extremely irrelevant. Another talking point that I find that is interesting that's going around the community right now is that they're saying that women who are actually serious about this life would not put it on the internet and would not be out here pretending like they can teach it all and get everybody to do it. I will say before 2017, when it came to sugaring videos and gold digging videos, you really didn't see a lot of stuff out there. There was one girl who I remember would make these videos, but there was not any information on how to secure bags, date up, what you should be dressing like, what you should be talking like. So I do find it actually a beneficial thing for women to be out here teaching this world to other women because it helps us navigate it safely. It helps us keep the community healthy. And I also think that it can be something that can help women understand dating as a whole. As human beings who are resourceful, crafty, and capable of learning, if we want to learn something, we're definitely going to find out how to do it. So I think that it's not a bad thing to have women out here who educate us. However, if we are looking at people who are openly scamming, I think that's where we need to take a side eye. I know some people will use the word scamming very loosely as well just to describe other situations and it's used almost comically, but when it's to the tune of thousands of dollars and it seems extremely unrealistic, that's where we need to perk our ears and we need to take everything with a grain of salt. This is all my personal opinion at the end of the day. Feel free to think whatever you want when it comes to this topic. I felt like it was important to make this video because like I said, I recommended her to other people. I looked up to her. There's a lot of people who are not in this community speaking on this who are drowning out the voices of the women who did actually know her and the stories that they have to tell with their interactions with her. And they are just in general using her name for clicks and they're not accurately covering this topic in a way that puts out information that's constructive or that helps out the community. So I feel like this was necessary for me to make, but it was also a big topic on my mind that I wanted to cover. One of the final things I'm going to talk about in terms of the community is that I did notice that there is a new generation of sugar babies that are posting online, specifically the ones on TikTok. They take a hard stance against scamming. They talk about how if you openly scam, they'll block you. They say don't do things like ask for money and then never show up. 
in general, they want to make sure that we're keeping the community healthy. And I do appreciate this newer generation that takes that approach versus just get the bag by any means. Just to be clear, I'm not hating on girls who say it's their birthday when it's not. I'm not hating on girls who say that they need a new thing on their car when they actually don't. I'm talking about like the big scams, okay? When we're talking about the thousands of dollars, not like the little woo-woo here and a little shopping spree there. To me, I find that all to be harmless. I find it irrelevant. It's a known thing in this community that some men won't give you money unless they feel like they're gonna be a hero or unless you make them think it was their idea. And they just in general like feeling good about helping another person and seeing you smile. So I think that approach is not something that I want to condemn on this podcast today because I think that it's more clear that the big scams are the ones where you are lying about diseases um I mean who knows what she was actually doing but it seems like she probably was telling people to invest in her real estate um yeah that I would not tell you to do ever From my perspective, the approach in the community is to find somebody who's already generous, somebody who doesn't have a scarce mindset, and somebody who doesn't feel extra stingy when it comes to giving you money. This is why this world is so hard to be a part of, because it's hard to find people like that. And it's hard to find people that you don't have to say XYZ to get a little help here and there. So I do understand how some people can resort to this, At the end of the day, I'm not the moral police. If you want to do something, go do it. It's not my business. It's all up to you what you want to do. It's really hard making uh, a video like this and talking about this topic because I know that I'm opening up a lot of judgment here. But I do think that when it comes to these situations, if you are going to be sugaring, you naturally should just be trying to find somebody who is of a kind heart and somebody who isn't going to be overly stingy. From my understanding, it seems like the community has agreed that it is really dangerous to take money from people who are very protective over it. One last personal stance that I want to take before I wrap this up is when it comes to creators who are selling their advice for monetary gain. There are people who are saying that the fact that she did this at all is a sign that she was always in it for the money and that she was always just money hungry and I don't agree with that. I don't think that it's a bad thing for people to do this. I think that everybody's time intrinsically does carry a certain amount of value and that we should respect that. I think as a creator, you have to be aware that when you're constantly self-promoting, you are taking away from the current content at hand. So it is up to a creator's discretion if they want to ruin their own content by constantly promoting their services, workshops, or whatever background programs that they have going on. Also, not to be disrespectful, but there were people who very loosely considered themselves my friends who were in my DMs and messages asking me for advice that they weren't actually taking, and I needed to make a hard stance to say, hey, if you are serious about changing and you value my opinion, please actually respect my time by paying me for it because I don't know if you're going to take my advice or not. And honestly, if I'm giving it away for free and you're not taking it and I'm sitting down with you for an hour or I'm writing messages to you all night, I am going to be upset if I find out that you're not taking it and that you went back to do whatever you were going to do anyways. Otherwise, you can come into my live stream. I'll decide if I want to talk about it there. I'll see if it's a good topic to discuss. And if I don't feel that way, then I won't do it. But otherwise, I just don't want to deal with people like that. And that's the reason why I did that for myself. I can't speak to other creators and their process. I'm not in their head. I've never received their services. But I can only imagine that on some level, they probably do deal with some variation of this. And I don't blame them for it. 
Back to the topic at hand, if somebody is talking about scamming and running game on men, it is hard to not like think, okay, they're gonna scam and run game on me. Specifically scam, like for some reason, I just get really tense when I think about somebody else doing that to other people or just having that as a skill that they're able to do. So yes, it does make me scared that at some point they would probably turn that around on me. I was also apprehensive towards her once I noticed the aggression towards these very basic questions instead of just ignoring them or just putting something constructive in that place. I think as somebody who promoted emotional control and promoting herself as a mentor, that was a very big faux pas on her behalf. Time will tell what the allegations actually are, what's true, what's not. I think we're all going to be continuously spilling our stories when it comes to her or what we believed that we thought of her originally. I'm very much looking forward to hearing the voices of sugar babies and not crusty dusty men who are broke and bitter who just always didn't like her and I'm not saying that their interpretation of her was wrong I think we all had a slight disposition when it came towards her but we did acknowledge that she was dropping information that was valuable from time to time and we were able to appreciate that so no this isn't going to be a video where I put up her mugshot and I laugh at her face and her misery I honestly just want to get to the answers and I want to see what the truth is I really didn't want to make this a gossip video, but once again, I promoted her at one point. I recommended her to my friends. I was invested in her, so I am genuinely shocked and I feel like I need to talk about this situation. Personally though, when I watch back her videos and now I look at it through the lens of potential scammer, not just to men, but to her fans, it is interesting to see through that perspective. Whatever the situation is, I hope you guys were all able to learn something from it. I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. If you guys want me to continue to make more of these just black screened ones, go ahead and let me know what you think about it. Otherwise, this is going to be the end of it. Thank you guys so much for participating, watching. Make sure to leave some suggestions down below in the comments. Bye!